If you ever wished you had a guide to help you navigate the complex world of online marketing with basic frameworks and basic actions, then this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'm your host and guide, Brad Parnell, with a decade plus experience working with startups to global brands. I've got insights and actions for you. I can't wait to share with you. Let's go to today's topic. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Be A Better Marketer. I'm your host, Brad Parnell. I'm here with a special guest, Kelly Tony, who has a super interesting story, does something really unique, and we just got done spending the whole day with him. Hopefully he's not tired of us yet. <laughs> but we just shot some videos and did some really fun stuff. I'll let him tell you a little bit about that. Um, but Tony, or Kelly, thanks for, thanks for being here today. I appreciate you spending the day with us. Yeah, Brad, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, sit here and visit and learn more about what you guys do. Awesome. Yeah, so, so tell us what, this is kind of a question we love to lead in with, just as, as our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. What problems are you solving and who are you solving them for? Well, it's a good question. We, the problems we're solving, uh, primarily my expertise is we deal a lot with uh, bankruptcy trustees, uh, bankruptcy attorneys, uh, banks and lenders, um, and people that have distressed assets. So a company may be in trouble, they may be filing bankruptcy, either a Chapter 7 or Chapter 11 a bankruptcy case, or uh, in case of a bank or a lender, they've got uh, real estate assets or equipment, things that they have loaned money on that, that the, uh, the mortgagee has not paid or they're getting into trouble and they're facing foreclosure. So we have a lot of different options and, and we can come in and through our accelerated liquidation method to move those assets in a very timely and quick process for maximum results for those clients. That's great. And you know, one thing that, that I got to understand and learn a little bit more about what you do is a lot of people have kind of a bad, a bad maybe head trash about the word auctions <laughs> and, and what that truly means. Yeah. But what's neat is you guys have seen just phenomenal results of kind of going against the traditional way of just, you know, having a real estate listing or being your own sales agent and going through that process. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear what, why do you think people have a bad, a bad rap for auctioneers or auctions? You know, I think the word to some people screams fire sale, uh, liquidation. But in fact, if you look back at the history of auctions, has been since the beginning of, uh, goes back way before our country even started. And, you know, today, you know, stock market's really kind of a, if you look at it, is it's a bid and an ask. It's, it's a form of auction, and there's still auctions going on every day. I mean, cars are sold. You know, everybody used to think of cattle and livestock auctions would still go on today, but you know, most of your cars that go to car dealers and uh, you turn in your used car and trade it in for a new one. Well, that car is not necessarily going on that lot. It's going to a, to a large facility and being auctioned off to other dealers and being put on lots. Uh, and the same goes with uh, real estate and equipment. If you look all around, it, it, it's prevalent. Um, I think in Texas, especially, some of the reasons that auction may still have a uh, have some fear for people. If you look back in the early '80s, uh, back when we had the uh, savings and loan crash, 
uh, market crashes and things like that. They had the government form the Resolution Trust Corporation, which was the RTC. And the government was auctioning off commercial property left and right all over the country for pennies on the dollar. Um, and that was just a, a state of the economy at the time. Um, you know, we're in a completely different marketplace. And auctions, what they do is, is it brings market value. It puts the buyer uh, in competition with other buyers and takes the seller out of that, out of the middle of that equation. Uh, we let them bid on it uh, and, and let the market determine what the final sales price is going to be. And we drive uh, willing and able buyers. We go after the target market to to get in there and bid. And and we see, some, you know, a lot of times we see over market prices of, of what people never thought that it would trade at. So yeah. I'm, I'm guessing too, I mean, it, it creates like the, that human emotion of desire to see how bad someone wants something Absolutely. and it, it can take it above mm. normal, rational <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> means when, when people are competing, just like any sort of competition, exactly. it's going to, it's going to take things kind of to the next level. Yeah. You, 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 it creates that emotional, that personal, uh, emotional attachment to the property. Nobody wants to lose. Right. I mean, and, and it's a, it's a, it's almost a game in itself and that, you know, if, if it's a live auction, I'm sitting there looking at the crowd. It's funny as an au- good auctioneer can read his crowd and know that, you know, that bidder's got more bids in him. He's not quite done yet. Um, and being able to talk and convey that to those buyers and, and say, hey, look, this is your last opportunity. Don't miss out because I don't want you to walk away tomorrow and say, man, I wish I would have bought that. You know, I've lost an opportunity. So, but it is, there, there is a huge... Uh, emotional part of that of the auction that, that makes it very successful. So I've got a funny story. Um, I haven't shared this with you yet. No. So we we had uh, a gala or gala, however you want to say. It. What's right. what's the appropriate pronunciation of that? You got me. Gala. Okay. <laughs> gala. So we had a gala for uh, my kids' school. They go to a private school here in uh, the Colleyville area, and um, they had a, a live auction experience, which is really fun. It was a nice formal dinner, live auction. Right. The very first item up for auction was a puppy, and it was, I think, like a golden retriever. It wasn't trained, and the whole purpose was to raise money for the school. Right. And that dog, it kept going up and up, and the bids kept going up and up, and everyone was looking at each other like, what is going on? I think it ended up selling for $30,000. Really? First item, puppy. Have you ever seen a dog go for $30,000? No, but uh, I have seen some crazy things at some galas and some uh, fundraiser events, yeah. Yeah, and that's got to be a status thing too, because I know still to this day we talk about that person that paid $30,000 for the dog. But it wasn't about the dog. It was about the donation to the school, and they happened to get the bonus of a dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it worked out for everybody, right? It worked out for everybody. So I'm dying to know, Kelly, what in the world got you interested in being a part of this crazy auction world? Uh, You know, back when I graduated from – Texas A&M back in 1992 it was a my dad had always wanted to go to auction school and learn how to bid call and so I ended up going after graduation fell in love with it uh, learned the basic chant learned a little bit about the auction business and then got into uh, went got into sales in the oilfield uh, service industry but I just had a passion for it I fell in love with it I enjoyed the interaction with the uh, people in the crowds and being able to put on an event um, 
And so I took that to another level and went uh, to work for a company that specialized in oil field equipment, which is something I knew, learned more about the auction business and eventually started my own. Um, I'm also a real estate broker and we do real estate auctions as well as equipment. But what I love about the auction industry is that every deal is different. Um, there's always nuances in every deal that we do and everything we look at. And, and we really kind of take a pride in that. You know, we do do a lot of bankruptcy work. We do situations where people are in some desperate times that, that need to generate cash or need to move certain items, be it equipment or real estate. Um, and I don't look at that as predatory. I look at it as a service to those people. They're in a bad situation. Uh, everybody needs help sometime. And if we can come in and, and provide them the best service that we can and get that, that item sold, that, that real estate or that piece of equipment or multiple equipment, uh, and, and we create value for that client. You know, we, we help ease that burden, I think. Uh, there's a lot of stress that goes on in, in, in these scenarios. Uh, with the debtors and, and people involved and, and I think we bring some certainty and, and definitive plans to that so uh, I, I do enjoy and especially at the end when we've we've done a good job and and, and the clients happy they're you know they're relieved that it's all over with but at the end of the day they're like you know I, I never thought we'd, we'd do this well so is that is that where you get the most joy is once you get to the finish line seeing the results and hearing yeah. from that client. Yeah, I think that's always the biggest joy. I mean, you know, we, we want to always tell our clients, to give them a range of expectation. And, um, but you know, sometimes look, <laughs> I'm still always never, uh, I'm still always surprised sometimes at the outcome that, you know, hey, we you know, never thought that, that we might get to X amount of dollars. But you know, what happened was we did our job. We got, uh, we had the target market. We had more people come in, in to, to into the event and competed and and we just hit it out of the park you know and uh so yeah that gives me a ton of satisfaction to be able to help people out i love that that's great and you, you you've been through a lot from a, an entrepreneur side i mean being in this business and seeing all the things that you've seen and yep. um spending years in it i'd love for our, our you to give our listeners maybe just some insights you know from entrepreneur to entrepreneur sure. you know what what advice or wisdom would you like to to pass down to them if you were having coffee with one of them yeah brad i think um you know i think one of the things that, that i've learned even here recently you know being confident in what you do um understanding your expertise and how you can help other people but i think that never ends I think the key is to always continue your education, continue to try to uh, better yourself, uh, you know, whether it be coaching programs like Coach Bird, uh, being introduced to you guys and your technology and how you can take our business to another level. Uh, you know, things are changing rapidly and we want to put the best product we can out for our parent or for our, for our clients. And um, I think continuing to stay and, and trying to better ourselves uh, either educationally or, or networking or whatever it may be. I think that's a key to, to any entrepreneur's business. I could not agree more. I think always learning. The second you stop growing, you're dying. You're dying right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so couldn't, couldn't have said that any better. That's great. So I love, I don't want you to spend a ton of time here, but you know, we did just spend a full day together. Yeah. We do kind of a neat thing called the rocket fuel retreat. So Kelly drove in here. He spent a, a couple hours on the road. Drove in here today, literally got here at 8.30. It's uh, 4 o'clock now, and we, we got a lot of stuff done. Um, but I'd love you just to kind of 
maybe share about your experience from, from what you've seen so far and how it's gone for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, it's been fantastic. Um, I was excited about coming up here, a little apprehensive about not knowing hey, what we're going to be doing completely during the day. Um, but I have been completely, uh, totally impressed and quite frankly, shocked a little bit about how far along we are. I mean, uh, never thought by the, by the end of the day we'd have these videos shot, we'd have the funnel almost ready, uh, that we have completed so many of the things that you guys had said we were going to do. Um, I think it's just amazing. And, and our interaction, the way you guys were able to draw things out of me that, you know, like I told you earlier, I was apprehensive about, okay, am I going to, how am I going to convey what I need to convey? But y'all were able to draw that, that out through questions and really put it on the whiteboard where we could both walk through it and it was understandable. Uh, and I was, you know, looking at it, I was like, hey, that's, that's uh, pretty impressive. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And that's, you know, that's our passion and what we love to do is yeah. the same passion that you get from helping people get here. So I'm, I'm super glad and thankful that you're able to come in and see this and, and get this launched. And, yeah. and guys, I'm going to give you um, in the show notes too here at the very end of this, or if you just click on notes, you're going to have a link in there and you can actually see Kelly's funnel. And what I want you to do is click on that link and actually watch that video and just get the psychology of how what we call a funnel works and understand a little bit more too, like what Kelly's doing and how he's helping people. And if you know anyone that is in that position that that could use his help, um, you can send people there too. So in the show notes, we're going to have a link to what we worked on today for Kelly. So you get to see the videos that he shot, um, get to get to see his kind of his message and his belief and how he helps people. Um, also, we're going to put a link in there too, uh, just so you can learn more about him and connect with him on LinkedIn. You can search for him. His name is Kelly Tony. That's K-E-L-L-Y-T-O-N-E-Y. And is there is there anything else you'd like to end with, Kelly, for any of our listeners here? Um, anything you want to close with? Oh, I, you know, I, I just appreciate the opportunity to come in and visit with uh, with you and Logan and spend the day and thank you all for the time. And, and the opportunity to be on your podcast. And, uh, you know, if your listeners have any questions, want to reach out and, and uh, are looking at your company and what you guys do and need a, a referral, you know, please do. Please reach out. I'll be glad to, uh, to talk to anybody anytime. So thank you, guys. Awesome. Well, Kelly, thanks for being here. Listeners, thank you so much for being a part of this. This is the Be a Better Marketer podcast. Uh, Brad Parnell as your host. Kelly, thanks for being here. And we will catch you guys next time. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.